Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of a Level Up podcast. Today we talk about perfectionism. So this came up in a conversation with a friend last week on Instagram and the response that that I received with regards to a newfound knowing, we, we'll say a newfound awareness with the way that I was wording, that I was voicing perfectionism, that people in so many ways had a little bit of an epiphany moment. And I think that there is a lack of knowledge with regards to perfectionism, that it goes a little bit deeper to our understanding. So that is what today's episode is about. For you, the listener, to gain a a new understanding, maybe a deeper understanding of why you yourself may be a perfectionist. So we look at the definition of a perfectionist. It is a person who refuses to accept any standard short of perfection. And that standard that they have in place is simply made up in their head. It's not a standard by law in any country. It is the beliefs that over time have have built in, that have molded to these standards. And quite simply, they're audacious and they're unrealistic and unattainable. So a perfectionist themselves, they, they hold themselves to unrealistic high standards and they become self-critical if they believe that they have not met those standards. So the guilt and the judgment and the ridicule that are attached to those experiences is the very thing that stops that person from doing something in the future that may bring about failure. And you know what the funny thing is, folks? That perfectionism doesn't even exist. It does not exist. So we need to accept the fact that we are not perfect. Brendan Burchard explains it really well, that if you actually look at the true definition of what a perfectionist is, that if we take the example of somebody building a product and they know it's not perfect, but they put it out into the world and they get the feedback from people, they bring it back and they perfect it. So a real perfectionist is in motion. But for many of us, we we stand still. We cannot move forward because we use the excuse of being perfect. So saying you are perfect, that's what it is. It's simply an excuse. And it is that very excuse that delays us with enjoying, enjoying life. You know, it's difficult to be happy. This is true my own personal experience, but it's it's difficult to be happy when you are perfect because you are constantly standing still. I think Anne Wilson uh, Shaft just describes it perfectly, quote unquote, that perfectionism is self-abuse of the highest form. And through my own personal experience, I would definitely, definitely agree with that. So a lot of perfectionism begins 
as a childhood response to some form of trauma, if that trauma be true, if it be real or perceived, basically, and the emotional consequences that comes about because of that trauma. So to give you my own personal example of that, that I had a great upbringing. There was no trauma attached to it, but because of the bullying that I would have received through the years, that I perceived it to be so much more worse. So I was bullied for for my weight and, you know, the typical thing, unfortunately, that redheads a number of years ago had to go through. I was picked on for, for being a redhead. But I added two and two and I came up at 152. I basically, in time, voiced that I was ugly. I was not pretty enough, that I was not good enough. And, you know, it unraveled as, as the years went went along. But that was my own perceived version of of trauma. And for me, it was it was the feeling of being perfect. I just wanted that feeling. It wasn't about being perfect, the feeling that you get from being perfect. So what we're going to do here is try and hit a few truths with regards to perfectionism. If you strip perfectionism right down okay at the very core of perfectionism is fear that is what perfectionism is it is simply a cover for fear if it be fear of failure fear of the unknown fear of fear of judgment and yet if we could just understand that we always will have fear no matter what what we do in life or where we are, we will always have some level of fear. And when we're in that negative state of perfectionism, we're always going to doubt ourselves. You know, if it be the way that we look or what we do or who we are, we're always going to question that ability. So if you're kind of questioning to yourself, well, how do you know if you're if you're a perfectionist? There's there's quite a few there's quite a few things that can show signs clearly show signs that you may be a perfectionist uh, perfectionist that if you constantly are finding fault in what you do or what others do, it can be a sign. Setting unrealistic high standards for yourself. If you're overcritical of a mistake that you make. If you are constantly seeking approval, that need for external validation. If you're avoiding situations in case of failure. Now wrapped up in disguise, that'll come across as procrastination, that one. If you're someone that, you know, constantly questions their own ability, you know, self-bashing, they can be all clear signs of of perfectionism. Now, if you clearly know that you are a perfectionist, you know, you're putting your hands straight away and you're like, yep, that's me. That's me my whole life. And you're wondering like, how do I get beyond that point of being a perfectionist? This is all about changing the mindset. You need to change your mindset to get you to lean away from 
being a perfectionist. So the first thing, and this is this is my this is um something that I done for myself. You know, I as I do say, I'm a recovering perfectionist. The first thing that I would get you to do is to stop referring to yourself as as perfect. So for a lot of people, and we can we can say it laughing to people, this is this is the funny thing that we can say like, oh, well, no, like I'll, I'll do that maybe, you know, another time, you know, I'm, I'm such a perfectionist, so I am. But deep down, we, we believe what we're saying. So what I do here with my own, um, my own, not only my experience with perfectionism, but different words that I'm trying to diminish in my vocabulary, that I will overpronunciate that word or I will use inverted commas. So it allows me to become aware that I have just used that word. Now, in the beginning, you will have voiced the word before you even know that you've said it. And then in that case, what I would do is I would repeat the word and I would purposely overpronunciate it. You will see me on social media, particularly when I use the word should. You will always see me using inverted commas. So that there's no, you know, judgment towards anybody or myself, even when I'm using that word should. So in time, the idea is here is that you will loosen that grip. And your mind will become aware that you that you're using that term perfectionist or perfectionism uh, more loosely. So it does take time, but in time you will stop using using that term. And in so many ways, actually, I probably should go back on on what I'm saying here, that it's not about stopping you from thinking that you are perfect. It is simply about easing the thoughts, as I said, about loosening that grip. It's just about loosening that grip. I was a perfectionist most of my life. I may not have realized it um, only in the past couple of years, but I think I will always have a part of it. You know, I will always have perfectionism a part of my life, but it in no way controls my life now. So I very much so loosened the grip. But I think it'll always, it's again, it's not, I'm happy with where I, where I have reached with regards to perfectionism. I don't mind that it, you know, it hasn't fully stopped. It just very much so has eased. So what you need to do is to try and build some self-compassion. Because with that self-compassion, it takes you away from the mindset of being a perfectionist and it gets you to lean towards a more growth mindset. Because when you're in that state of being in a growth mindset, it allows you to to understand the importance of making mistakes, that mistakes are a part of life. They're inevitable. They're going to happen. But when you're in that mindset, you can see the learning that comes from making mistakes. I love failing because the learning that I gain from it is huge. It just allows me to take 20 steps forward rather than, you know, if not stepping forward at all or stepping forward at a very slow pace. You know, it is what allows you to truly, to truly move forward is the mistakes that you make, the learning that's in that mis- in those mistakes. 
Another thing for you to maybe look into, to delve into, is to try and understand where your fear comes from. So if it be of, of failure, of the unknown, of judgment, try and understand why that fear is there. Now, if you're wondering how you go about doing that, uh, talking to someone is definitely a great start or, or put pen to paper. Now, I'm not saying in any way that journaling is going to have it figured out, you know, after 10 minutes or 20 minutes. It'll take time, but it's just bringing your awareness to why you have you have thought um, thought the way you have for so long. Now, when you press pause or you press stop to this episode, there is probably the first thing that I want you to do when you hit when you hit stop is to accept to accept that you are not perfect. You see, acceptance is a vital, vital part of this process. And it's okay for you to say that you're not perfect. You need to understand that. I know this is going to be difficult for some people at the beginning. You probably won't believe that it's okay not to be perfect. But again, over time, it's about loosening that grip, allowing you to lean towards that growth mindset, to lean towards a different way of thinking. But you need to do that with acceptance. Don't allow yourself to surrender to that fixed mindset. Okay, you have to be kind to yourself. So if you're wondering how you do that, as I said, acceptance. Acceptance is is hugely important. Becoming more more, uh, self-compassionate. You know, and, and stop referring to yourself as being perfect. They are fabulous ways of showing yourself kindness. Appreciate a compliment. I smile when I say this because I think the Irish, we are in no way good at doing this. We do not take a compliment well, so we don't. So if you could set yourself a task for the next month that when someone voices a compliment to you, the first thing that you say is thank you. Thank you. Try not follow it with any other words, but say thank you. And it's going to be hard at the beginning. It will be hard, but again, it's all about loosening this grip. Voice the words, thank you. See how it makes you feel. And then another way to to surrender yourself to perfectionism is to celebrate the, the wins along the way. So a perfectionist wouldn't do that. Because no matter how or um how they succeed or how far they get along, that standard is never good to them. There will always be um some form of judgment. So no matter how small that win is, celebrate it. Celebrate it. So for anybody that does a little bit of journaling, here is some reflective thinking for you. Ask yourself the question, what does this extra pressure, so this expectation that we put on ourselves through through perfectionism, so what does this extra pressure do for you? This is a really good way to, to create some insight, some newfound awareness into this area. Now, if you're journaling, if you've never journaled before, 
by all means, grab a pen, get some paper and, and see where it takes you. What does this extra pressure do for you? If you get caught up in the moment of perfectionism, and let me tell you that that is going to happen. It's inevitable. It's part of life. We all get caught up in it some way. But if you get caught up in it, you know, just ask yourself, is this situation as bad as that you're making out to be? So no matter what, this could be with regards to work, you have finished a project and you're in no way happy. You can see yourself uh, criticizing and judging, judging yourself. Or it could be simply you've decided to get dressed up and you're judging the way that you look. If it be the way you've done your hair or your makeup or whatever, whatever it may be. Is this situation as 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 bad as I make it out to be? Am I being too hard on myself? Am I being overcritical? Ask yourself those questions. Now, depending on the this situation, you could ask yourself another question after that is, will it matter tomorrow? Will it matter in one week? Will it matter in one year? What this is doing is just simply bringing about some realistic thinking. It gets you away from the mindset of perfectionism and leaning towards that growth mindset. So I'm going to leave it there. I hope that you have gained some understanding of the topic of perfectionism and that maybe it has created a newfound insight into into perfectionism for you. What I will say, the last thing that I will say is that, you know, try to take ownership of your life. Don't allow something that does not exist to control your life. There is no happiness with that, with that way of living. There is no fulfillment that can come about when you're allowing perfectionism to control your life. It does not exist. Mark Manson says it well, just ride the tide as best as you can. In other words, messy action. Just take that step forward. There's going to be falls and there's going to be fumbles, plenty of them along the journey. But you will, you will learn. So as always, if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact me. I will help in any way that I can. But until the next episode, dream big. Dream real big.